Hey there, welcome to Tell Me More. I'm your host, Megan Spargo. Tell Me More is your place to find inspiration to access your inner wisdom, power to help you live an authentic life on purpose. We're going to cover concepts on personal development, mindfulness, woo, and so much more. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, sister. Happy New Year. Hey. Yes, if you all are listening to this probably a little bit after the New Year, but we are recording on January 1st, 2024. So exciting. Yes, I I love when a new year starts on a Monday. <laughs> oh, you're such a dork, but that <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. And so actually, I like Mondays because of that because I'm like really ready to go. And typically this is like my favorite time of year. Um I'm I like that LFG, let's go, let's, you know, become better, set some goals, energy. But I'm going to be honest, I, um, I've been super sickly. And so while usually this is like my go time that I'd like to talk to my people and talk about goal setting and all that fun, um, you know, letting go of an old year, getting into a new year, I'm, I'm outsourcing it a little bit this year. And I'm bringing in, I'm bringing in Aaron because this is something we kind of always talk about together um, and stuff (laughs) that we're doing. And so Aaron, let's kind of get into your new year's practice. And what did you do this year to, I don't know, did you close out 2023? Yeah. So I, I usually like to do this on the 31st, my kind of close out and do a year in review. But this year, my kids were sick. So we just weren't feeling it yesterday. So today, I was feeling that Monday energy. And um, I kind of just like to do a year in review. And I go through each month and I write down a few things that happened or um, thoughts or feelings I had during that month. And it really helps having kids because I take a lot of pictures and I can go through them and see what we did. That helps a lot. So I just go through and I just sort of review the year. And did you um, did you uncover like any patterns, any like thought patterns or um, feelings that stuck out? Yeah. So a big one. Winters are hard for me. I don't like the darkness, and it seems to last forever. But doing the year in review, I was like, oh, everything goes so fast, and the seasons pass. Um, more quickly than I think. And that really helps me this time of year to be like, oh, spring is approaching and we'll be onto that before I know it because time moves quickly. And the other thing is I was feeling like 2023 was like a very start stop kind of year. And I just felt like I had a bunch of false starts, like, all right, I'm ready to get my life going. And then a setback. Um, But seeing it all in one spot, I feel like actually made some progress. Oh yeah, that's a really good practice to do to see that you did make some pro- some progress on that. Yeah, I'm gonna circle back to wintering really quick just because mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting topic. Because I also struggle um, in the winter with the shortened days and it's cold, and I love to be outside. Um, but I've kind of started embracing winters a little bit and kind of embracing kind of wintering almost, and that that period of slowing down where it kind of just seemed like the perfect season for that. It just landed 
correctly. And I think I'm just kind of starting to um, lean in a little bit more into some of Earth's like natural cycles. And so this year I just kind of approached winter with a little bit different thoughts. And I know for me, I think what was hard about winter is keeping up that go, 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 go energy. Because it seems like that's what you need to do to, you know, keep working or bringing in money or just, you know, keep your head above water. When what feels more natural is to slow down, go to bed early, right? (laughs) you know, just kind of embrace that season. So that's one thing I'm kind of working on is embracing that winter season and the slow down a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That is hard to do sometimes in life, but... Okay. We're going back to you in your year in review. Yeah. What was it that you were wanting to see when you did your year in review? Yeah. I just like to reflect on how life moves forward. I guess that's what I like about it. And then I also... um, To see how I spent my time, I guess, is a big part of it. And there I can kind of... I get to know myself better. Like how many times I mentioned the garden and spending time outside, especially with the boys and how we were eating strawberries from May till October every day <laughs> outside and harvesting and <laughs> and just the cycle of planting and just ha- watching everything grow and then harvesting and then having to do like the winter cleanup and get everything ready for the next season. That That part really stuck out to me. Cool. Oh, what a neat thing. Um, Especially the boys are old enough now to have fun and really enjoy being outside. Yeah. So, yes, you got your year in review. And then I think it's good to just get things out on paper and even just look at things with some intention. Because we do. We just kind of move through life so fast. And so taking that time to, hey, let's, what you know, just go back and look at that year that you just had and see, you know, how, how you changed, how life changed. And cause you never know, it's like a, a frog boiling in a pot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait one degree at a time, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you can take a look back and look at, oh my gosh, look at how different this year is. Um, and then even just looking at how much different 2023 was from like 2022, it seems like everything kind of stays the same, but oh yeah, having a garden and um, there was a lot of different things that were different. And then you can kind of look at some themes for the year and um, maybe even learn a little bit about like something else you might value that you didn't really know you valued quite as much. Right. And I think, um, you know, I have twin boys that just turned two and I actually haven't done this since they were born. And I could really tell a difference with the year I was pregnant in 2021. We lost our mom it was a crazy twin pregnancy. We were in the NICU and in the hospital for months. And I didn't really want to reflect on that year at all. And then 2022, having infant twins, and it was just wild and crazy. And then now it's like, oh, I get to kind of um, come back to life, I feel like. <laughs> so I'm glad to jump into this process again. Mm-hmm. So let's see here. So did you do anything to bring in 2024? Yeah. Well, I guess the other thing that I like to do is I just, this year I just took a piece of paper and I kind of started with things I wanted to let go of or um, change. 
And I was just sort of free riding and some real truths came out that I didn't even know I was thinking or wanted to let go of. And so I just had a front page of just a blank piece of paper covered in stuff. And I like to burn it. I didn't have anything to burn it with right <laughs> today. So I, it's just crumpled up, but Paul brought me some matches. So I'll be lighting that thing up to let it go. Cool. Were they mostly um, kind of thoughts or... Yeah, it kind of started out with thoughts and then it kind of just, I don't know, it was just a word vomit of everything <laughs> that I wanted to let go or like um, things I didn't even know I was thinking until it came out on paper. So I think that that process of journaling is not for everybody, but I think from like just thinking and then having a pen in your hand down into paper, there is something to that. I can't really get it from typing. Some people might be able to, and some people, I can't even really get it from talking. I, it really has to come through my journaling. And there are a lot of truths that kind of um, pop out that you're like, oh, shoot. Um, is there anything you would be willing to share of something you'd want to let go of? Oh, I don't even know if I remember anymore. <laughs> I sort of got it all out and crumpled it up right away. So, oh, okay. No, that's cool. That's did it free up some space in your brain? Yeah, definitely. And it was kind of a a harder morning just with the boys and they just when they're sick, they just want me and they're not so into their dad. So it was right after I had to like let them go and then come do the process. <laughs> so I think a lot of those feelings came out too. So it did make me I felt like I could go back and be a mom <laughs> much better after that process. Yeah. Oh my, so much with being a parent to those oh, kids yeah. just bring it um, uh, so much growth and learning if, if you're willing to see it like that. I don't think I was able to do that until I was a little bit older. That's super cool. So for me this year, I'm taking kind of more of a practical approach. I think I really feel like I'm too tired mm -hmm. <laughs> to think about a new year's resolution or uh, even any massive like goals one thing that I learned about probably, I don't know, it's probably been several months, That's, but it's kind of been a theme for the latter part of the year is just that thought of capacity and um, being honest with myself of like how much I can do and what I can bring in. Um, so that's one thing I'm. that's kind of in my head as I try to map out what I want for this year with some intention. Another thing I really want to do is uncover some limiting beliefs that are connected to a goal that I have. One of the things I'm kind of working on right now through a program is is really like kind of expanding or it's it's called manifesting. And I say that with like a little bit of embarrassment that I want to bring this in. But this program really kind of hit a part. I don't know. It just kind of resonated because it's not, you know, vision boards and all of that stuff, which I'm typically massively drawn to. I yeah. love the magic. I love the mysticism. And so for me to kind of look at it with more practicality is a little bit of a change um, that I'm bringing in. But, um, you know, it's kind of that you create your world on default, basically from your subconscious beliefs. You manifest with your subconscious beliefs more than you do your thoughts. And so we're always manifesting, which means we're always just kind of creating the life that we have. And so this is just bringing some awareness to it and, you know, uncovering some of those limiting beliefs and where this like showed up to be true for me is kind of going 
through and um, seeing what I had growing up. Some of the things that were really good is I think we had a really good, you know, strong family life. I had pretty good relationships with both mom and dad, had great sibling relationships. And one thing that was easy for me to bring into my life was um, a family a very loving, happy family. That was just, that was just something that I manifested very, very easily. Things like a career that always seemed on point. I don't know. That seems a little bit harder. I've had jobs that I've really, really liked, and I don't know if it's just part of my personality to move from that. And maybe that's okay. But I think what I'm trying to manifest right now was to really become good at my job right now. And a lot of that is just with sales. And I know that I have probably some limiting beliefs when it comes to all of that inside my head or inside, you know, my subconscious. And so I really want to uncover what those beliefs are and then work on expanding those. So that's kind of how I'm moving in to the new year. That's awesome. Yeah. And then connected to that was like manifesting um, more from your, you know, authenticity of like who I truly am down into my core rather than from my ego, which is, I think where normally I would, whether it would be to have a slimmer, cuter body or have more money, whatever it was, this is really kind of, um, getting down to like who I truly am and manifesting, bringing in, you know, and I would say, you know, manifesting, I would almost just say that is bringing living your life with full intention. Yeah. Yeah. With outcomes in mind and kind of working towards that. And I do think that, you know, is uncovering some subconscious beliefs, expanding those, and then taking the correct action to get to where you want to be. And so I'm kind of going in that direction. And another thing, you know, talking about capacity is really looking at constraint because I can tell, especially from my ego self, like there's a ton of stuff I want to change or a lot of stuff I want to bring into the new year. And that's where I can get super overwhelmed, not having a filter. Um, And so I, for me, um, I'm really kind of concentrating on one thing and um, trying to clear up, you know, any blocks with that, which I think when we start to identify and uncover one block, I think it actually is kind of a meta type of thing where it clears up you know, it clears up things in like all areas of your life. Oh yeah, for sure. Just kind of, yeah, you know, just kind of cleaning up your subconscious. And so I haven't done any major, um, you know, new year's rituals, but this is kind of a program that was meant to start at the end of the year into the new year so that you can kind of start living your life with intention because there is just something about this first of the year that really typically, I, I don't know, just makes people close a chapter and open another one. And we do that on a collective basis. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's why this time of year is really powerful. Right. Even not enjoying winter as much. I think Paul and I were talking about that this morning, that the first couple of weeks of January kind of carry me just because everyone's in that energy of let's yeah. start the new year. And you're kind of like, let's go. close out those holidays where we've been a little indulgent, and get down to business. I like that energy. <laughs> I do too. I was not real indulgent this Christmas because I was massively sickly. (laughs) (laughs) I think I may have lost weight (laughs) on this this one. I think I said this the first time we tried to record. I don't love cooking. It's just kind of part of my every day. But Mike is phenomenal at cooking. I mean, you're when you're we're together during holidays. 
usually the dudes, Mike, Paul, Rob, yeah. our brothers mm-hmm. kind of really do a lot. You make a lot of delicious cookies, but they kind of take the cooking on. And Mike was in bed. He was very, very sickly for probably four days of our holiday. And we had traveled up to Montana. And my daughter, Clara, said, oh, oh, no, ain't no way my mama's cooking Christmas dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm with you, kid. Um, And definitely turned like more chore, chore than anything else. And Joni, you know, her and I are both kind of the same. We're like, man. Let's just get some nachos or pizza rolls and snack our way through dinner. (laughs) Snack our way. Like, let's just relax and play some games. Um, So, yeah, we had mom's um, chicken and dumpling soup, and then dad came through with a prime rib. Nice, nice. (laughs) So, but now I'm with you when it's kind of almost nice to kind of tie up the holidays a little bit and put a nice, tidy bow. And I think that's almost where some of this fun New Year's things can kind of come into play is, you know, we wait for Christmas. We all love the Christmas tree and the smells and the holiday music. And um, I love closing things up in a happy, fun way. Mm -hmm. And I think New Year's really provides that energy to, yeah, to kind of have like, okay, we're going to end this. We're going to tie up this holiday, this last year in a nice tidy bow. And then we're going to kind of move on with this fresh, fun, new energy. Right. Yeah. I know. I guess the, um, the second part of what I usually do is I, I kind of go month by month in the next year of kind of what Mm. I want my life to look like. But as you've been talking about your kind of manifesting and I look at what I want to bring into my life in 2024, there's a lot of where I'm like, ooh, I probably have to dig into that um, limiting belief about myself before we can get to that point. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's kind of fun to be able to like kind of go in and clean stuff up before you kind of go in and make a change or, or really go into something with that kind of intention and that drive. Yeah. As, yeah, going in and cleaning up those beliefs. I have a silly one, but um, I want to be able to take both of my boys to the playground by myself. I just haven't ever done it. And um, I usually have to carry one. And then Max just like runs off and on the merry-go-round like a crazy little guy. Um, so it's terrifying to me, but I have to like kind of dig in on why that scares me so much and then and how I can make that happen. So it doesn't sound too, um, it's not a big one, but I think for me it will be. <laughs> right. No, I think I can definitely, yeah, see why you're, why you're thinking that. You can also use me as a little bit of an expander. Your kids are twins and so that's harder. But when I had three little ones, it was just one of my weird things was to make sure they got outside every day. And I had a stroller and a baby Oh man, because I think Clara, my oldest, was three and a half when Molly was born. Mm-hmm. And then I had one in between her and Molly, and nobody would end up riding in the stroller. And I think only one of them really could walk at one point, but we just did it. Yeah. Sometimes one of them would want to be Baby Jaguar and crawl across the street on all fours. <sighs> I know. It's like the, and it's just all me. I know it's like possible and it, I just have to think about all the things that are like 
And I just haven't had to, I guess, is the other piece of that. And so Mm -hmm. I'm forcibly stretching myself, even if it's not necessary. I need to, that is one thing I need to work (laughs) on in 2024. Oh, that's, those are really good ones. That's exciting. I like that. Trying to think if there's anything like I'm looking to uncover that I would really want to share. But I think a lot of it is just like, yeah, there's these beliefs that I just, I think I just need to expand part of my subconscious. But yeah, that important point that I kind of mentioned earlier is we always want to like go in and and change something and just kind of like, I think you were talking about earlier in the podcast where like, you're finally at a time in your life after, you know, a couple tumultuous years where you're like, let's go, I'm ready. I'm ready for life to start. And so we just always want to jump into action right Mm -hmm. away um, because it, there's just something cathartic about it and kind of we're, it sounds almost like, you know, counterproductive to like take a step back and do a little bit more work on that front end. You know, they talk about right. like, you know, people who need to quit smoking and, and they try all these things and they just want to like stop right away and they can't do it. But then all of a sudden maybe they find out they're pregnant or they get a health diagnosis and then they're able to like switch it off right away. And right. a lot of times it's because suddenly a belief there was a massive belief that came and changed that underneath that was more powerful than, you know, any action that you can take. And so, um, yeah, I think going in this year with that, that more of that curiosity and that exploration of like, okay, this is something that I truly want to change. And, you know, there's certain things I think we've tried and tried and tried before that just don't ever stick. And so going in there and cleaning up your thoughts and your beliefs about it and doing that first and covering those unblock or uncovering those blockages and then expanding your yourself, which, you know, I think you have to even like figure out ways to like, how do you expand those limiting beliefs? A lot of times it's, you know, finding somebody who's done exactly what you're trying to do. I think you can, you know, go on the internet and find that. So that might be some ways and then taking aligned action towards that. And so it, it's a little bit more work, but I think that's um, really where you find the results that you want. Yeah. And I just from like some therapy and coaching I've done, mm-hmm. I'm always like, here's all the stuff I want to change. And then by like a second session, I'm like, okay, I feel good now. I, I think I'm done. I always get that feeling. So when I take a lot of massive action, it has such like a positive result. And then in a couple of weeks and I'm like, I thought I fixed this. (laughs) Why do I still feel the same way? So yeah, it's a lot of that kind of take back and go a little slower at it. Yeah. I definitely think like the coaching container and therapy are great places for um, anybody to really start to unpack some of these things. When like we're talking about, which I think are, you know, getting curious and covering your limiting beliefs and yeah, working with a coach or a therapist, I think would really fast track a lot of those ways to do it. Um, but if that's not something you're into doing, I think journal prompts, um, journaling about a lot of these types of things. And so what would you say would be like a good journal prompt? Um, I think like, if you just think of one thing you want to bring into your life and kind of how you can water that part of your garden, I guess you could say, 
because I've done this exercise before where I kind of, I think you talked about it. We've talked about it before where you have your like buckets of your life. And sometimes it's easier for me to kind of start with one thing, like um, how I want to be with my kids and like, what does that mean? I kind of think about even a daily basis, like how do I want to react to something or what do I want to make sure they have in their life every day? And I kind of like breaking it down like that through journal writing too. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good um, one. I think probably not for January, but for February on my Instagram, I'll probably do powerful questions every day of the month um, that people can use for journaling, just some really fun things, fun questions to help you uncover places that, you know, you might have some some stuckness. And so I think this is a, also, you know, feeling stuck is something I think we all feel that we don't like. And um, getting curious and just asking powerful questions will give you powerful answers. Asking crappy questions will give you crappy answers. So we always want to stick with those really powerful ones. Is there any books that you really want to read or interested in, you know, taking a look at going into 2024? Um, I do want to read the Dr. Becky Kennedy's The Good Inside. I think it's a parenting book. And I watch her videos on Instagram. So I really want to do on like, she has a lot of scripts on in certain situations with your kids. And I kind of want to dive into that. (laughs) For sure. That's awesome. That's really cool. I want to read um, Dr. Joe Dispenza's Rewired, I think. Um, I'm just super interested in... um, you know, I think it is truly hard for our human as humanists to make massive changes. And he kind of talks about, you know, why it's so hard to change. Because what your, you know, your, your brain always tries to seek pleasure and to avoid pain and um, use as little energy as possible. I feel like my brain is like an overdrive right now. And so getting past that, um, that trifecta to really kind of move beyond that, because I do think there's things that your body will do that will like try to get you to not change, even when it comes to like releasing chemicals to, you know, make you stay in bed longer instead of waking up and exercising. And so um, I know he uses a lot of like meditation and mindfulness to um, create some massive changes. And I think it's a lot of kind of like what we're doing with exploring your subconscious Mm -hmm. and uncovering limiting beliefs. And then um, I'm sure meditation will play a pretty big role of, you know, with moving past a lot of those beliefs and kind of rewriting the script inside of our, of our subconscious. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I mentioned my, with my coach, she's like a mindfulness and meditation coach. So we do a lot with meditation and um, sometimes I can just go really deep into finding what that shadow is that I'm hiding from, or that kind of keeps me from doing things. And I think that's awesome. I'm really interested in that book too. The rewired. Yeah. I think that he had um, a video of it or a video, a, a show on Gaia. So I don't know if you, have a good subscription to Gaia, but um, he does have like a whole lecture thing. But I drive around a lot for work, so I figure I listen. Um, I'm just such an audio learner. That's why I, I like to podcast. 
So I will probably be blessing you all, my listeners, with um, my takeaways from Joe Dispenza's book as we get going. Do you foresee any challenges in 2024? Oh, I'm sure. I, <laughs> um, yeah, let me think on that for a minute. I'll go with my, I think like, ugh, election year. Oh. I know like mindfulness is going to just have to play just such a massive role in um, what I just think is kind of the disgustingness of election years. I mean, the way that elections are in the United States is just ridiculous mm-hmm. to me. If I could, if there was any candidate, I don't care like what party they were from. That was all about like repealing the Citizens United Act and having like fully federally funded campaigns that lasted, you know, mere weeks rather than 18 months. Yeah. I would vote for them. Any president, any, <laughs> any candidates running for, you know, any offices. It's, yeah. it's just because, I mean, even our lawmakers spend more time campaigning than they do making laws. And so it's just it's a lot and I know there it's a lot and that's one thing like my program kind of teaches is like look for the triggers because I think that's where you're going to find a lot of your shadow and a lot of your um, blocks so while it's going to be a challenging year I suppose I can you know really use it to discover a lot about myself and hopefully grow to be a better person wow I'm just so unplugged from everything that I forgot that it was an election year. Oh, I'm sorry that I brought yeah, that you. <laughs> but even like, even if I don't watch news or anything, I just in the town I live in, you just know, you see people driving by with, all, you just can't yeah. avoid it. So yeah. Um, I think for me, I really want to, a big thing for 2024 is growing our community and our network um, here in our little town. And I I think there are a lot of things that I just need to work on in order to be open um, to receiving friendships or community in that way. So I know that'll be a big thing I'm working on in 2024. That's good. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I'm really excited for your house also. Oh, yeah. Yes, me too. And actually, my year in review, I realized we've done a lot. You know, we installed a nice fence and... Oh um, yeah. <laughs> we finished the whole apartment upstairs. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you actually had a pretty big year, huh? Yeah, but I'm excited for the next phase for sure. Yeah, now you've just kind of moved in in inside more. So you're yeah. kind of ready. That is so true. That does tend to happen throughout my year as the weather gets nice. I like stop doing any house projects inside and just focus on the garden. <laughs> so right. I'm gonna have to be intentional about staying on top of things I want done. Well, I think you're going to have an amazing 2024. I'm excited to watch that with you. And um, I was just going to say the other thing is I try really hard. I think I put a lot of thought into it and put out what I I try to write down what I want to come in, but I really tried to hold it very loosely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just sort of like, how am I checking with myself throughout the year of how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling like how I want to feel in 2024. So yeah, I've definitely moved towards really um, accepting like all the feelings. Oh, yeah. Um, that's one thing like I think I've changed, you know, I don't know, I suppose in my spiritual journey is, 
you know, accepting that the human experience is is full of both the the good and the bad, the, the comfortable, the joyful, the dis- the uncomfortable, the terrible. I mean, I think 2023 was probably a massively like big growth year for me and I experienced like really crummy <laughs> mm-hmm. if I'm going to judge them, um really crummy emotions. And I think, you know, I'm kind of I'm at a place in my life where I'm letting go of a part of, you know, some old identities and, you know, experiencing that, experiencing, you know, humility, which is probably like one of my least favorite things to feel. Yeah. yeah. But then um, almost finding the gratitude in it, like, okay, holy shit, here we are. Like we're getting the whole human experience. Right. Right. And just looking at it more as a full life. Yeah. That's what, like, a 2021, I just thought, I was like, oh, now I'm finally living life in full color is how I felt. So I was like, extreme joy and everything else. It was yeah. every, the whole spectrum of emotions all at the same time. And then it was a couple of years of trying to avoid all the crummy ones. But yeah, I, yep. I can like, look done. back and appreciate it again. <laughs> For sure, man. Yep. I know we both kind of went through. 2021. And at one point I, um, you know, I think I started my podcast with one of my talks, but I I gave another one that was very heartfelt, um, just kind of about that year and the losses. And, um, it was just kind of strange how you just, you could see life in such duality. Um, Mm -hmm. and you don't, and just looking at it like, okay, that is kind of what my life here on earth is and what it's supposed to be, you know, especially, you know, experiencing loss of, you know, a parent and you're, you know, like that grief you feel is just the other side of the love that you, you know, you had for that person. Yeah, and so yeah. being able to have both of those emotions was like, Oh, both awful and beautiful kind of at the same time. And so that's just one thing I think I'll carry with me moving forward is um, looking at both sides of emotions and just looking at it like, okay, this is life in full color for sure. So I think as we kind of start to wrap up, I love what you did for your year in review. And so, you know, pop in if I'm, if I'm missing something, but like, if I'm going to give bullet points, you kind of went through every single month, starting with January, even went through your phone and like looked at the different pictures and you could just kind of see like what, what happened in January what were a few things that really stuck out and then kind of go in through each month and um, yeah, take a look at, at what happened on paper. I do think I'll be doing that probably today. Mm-hmm. And then I liked what you did with your, with your, what do you want to let go of? And just, is that kind of how you started it? Was it with a question of like, things I want to let go of in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was. Yeah. Simple as that, my friends. Yeah. Well, Erin, thanks for jumping on. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. It'll be a good one. All right. Bye. <laughs> All right, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.